Johnny Reagan Green here with another call in the podcast series. This is Online Marketing Tips. And before we get started, I want you to download your study guide. You can always go over to connieloves.me forward slash study guides, and that's all lowercase, connieloves.me forward slash study guides, all one word and all lowercase. And we are doing the October 2016 training this evening, and that's what I will be working on. So I said that this would be about niches and list building, and that's my goal. I want to talk to you about a primary niche. Now, don't do like I did end of my first year. What I did was I had about 10 different blogs, and I had my dog blog and my healthy eating and my law of attraction and my get started with business and reinventing your life, you name it, I had a blog for it. And I said, I am a woman of diverse interest and background, and there's no chance that I can do one niche. Well, that did not work very well. Every day I was just exhausted. I'd get up in the morning, I'd be exhausted by 8 o'clock really because I was trying to post on as, as many of those blogs as possible and most of them just went by the wayside. I even had one on real estate. And I maintained all the domains. And what I did for a number of years was I asked people then that began to join my mentoring as I became more successful and everything. They were in those niches. And I said, well, you know, I have these sites. They've been around one, two, three, four years, whatever it was, which is a big deal. Most sites are abandoned within about three months. So I said, if you want to post to it and put your information in there, then I am getting traffic. You can do that. But for me personally, it wasn't going to work out by me having so many different niches, even though we all are people of diverse interest and backgrounds. But for a business, you really have to choose a primary niche. So I've asked you some questions here. What are you interested in? What do you have a passion for? What do you have experience with? And if you go over to, and hopefully you'll print this out over at connieloves.me forward slash study guides, all lowercase. This is October 2016. If you look at the top of page two, I've put an image here that I've used for years in my presentations, and it's a three-circle Venn diagram, if you remember that from high school and college mathematics. And the top one in red is your passions. What what do you really like to do? What do you have so much fun doing that earning money from it just doesn't really come into your thought process while you're doing it? Make a list or add them into this circle if you've printed out these papers. Then on the right in blue is your life experiences. What have you had training in, whether it's formal education or job training or whatever that might be. I, you know, I had a variety of jobs in my 20s and um, so many things that I learned, those became my life experiences. Also, things that we don't necessarily choose, but that choose us. So an illness or an injury or a situation becomes part of your life experience. So me deciding at age 30 I was going to go back to school and get my teaching credential, part of my life experience. So you want to add those in this section. And then on the left at the bottom in green, green is for money and for Connie Green, <laughs> that's the market. So where all of these come together, and I have it designated as the sweet spot in the middle where your passions and interests, things that you really care about doing, things that really get you excited about doing them, along with your life experiences, along with the marketplace where people are actually spending some money 
that's the sweet spot for you. So in the very beginning, the sweet spot for me was helping people write and market their eBooks. And I had to come to that by asking people that knew me, so friends and family members. I said, when you think of Connie Reagan Green, because that was my you know, new name at that point because I had added Reagan. I had to be Connie Reagan Green. There are already so many Connie Greens out there. And I said, when you think of this new entrepreneur, Connie Reagan Green, what do you think of? What am I good at? What, what do you come to me for help with? And they kind of laughed, and that made me nervous. And they said, well, there's so many things. And I said, well, what? And they said, well, with technology, if we need help with our computer, you're always right there. And sometimes you even go with us and, and spend time with us when we pick out a new computer. And I said, okay, that's a start. What else? And they said, well, with the writing, that's probably the biggest thing. When we need help writing, we write something, and then you look at it, and you edit it, and you talk to us, and we go back and, and make it better. That's a strong area for you. So I took a look at those things, and I thought about it for a little while, and I thought, well, I could help people with ebooks. That would be a wonderful thing. And ebooks are still big. I'll be talking about that um, more over time, but ebooks are still huge. So it's something that I want you to take a look at. Let me take a look here. Good. And if you have questions, if you're on the live call, then type them right, right in. Yeah, so this is an open call. There are questions about what it is I'm doing. It's not a webinar. It's an open call. And what I do is I turn it into a podcast within a few hours. So right now it's my uh, open call, which is at AskConnieAnything.com. Then I do a blog post on ConnieReaganGreen.com. And then it goes over to iTunes, and then the whole world finds it. So it's a wonderful way to to be found. All right, so let's get back to talking about your niche because this seems to be the issue with all of us in the very beginning. We haven't chosen a primary niche. Once we do, things fall into place. Things make sense. We make money. And then we say, well, yeah, of course it made sense I would do this niche. Why wouldn't it? It didn't make sense to us until we were steered toward that. All right, the second point I've made there is how will you serve people that come to you for information, recommendations, and guidance? So I serve people in a variety of ways. I'm writing blog posts regularly on ConnieReaganGreen.com and on HugeProfitsTinyList.com. I'm doing two podcast series. This is my online marketing tips that's hosted at ConnieReaganGreen.com. If you go through the blog post, you'll see each post for each podcast and then sent over to iTunes. I have an interview series that I've been doing. I've been doing this one almost four years, and I've been doing the interview series almost five years now. In another two months, it'll be four and five years for these two. Hard to believe. The time has flown by, but uh, I love doing them. So the interview series is hosted over at HugeProfitsTinyList.com. I also serve people with ongoing training where I'm willing to answer questions and help you without you being in one of my mentor programs. And not that many people are actually doing that. So you may find that beneficial. Also, I've written books. I have 14 best-selling books over at Amazon. Go to ConnieReaganGreenBooks.com. You can see them there. So these are some of the ways that I serve people who come to me. I also have my email list and social media. I'm connecting with people on social media. So you want to think about how will you serve people who come to you. So when I was helping people with writing and marketing eBooks, people would come to me and I would offer like six-week courses. I love doing that. 
and during six weeks they would either finish writing or start and partially write their ebook and we'd get them all set up so they could market it and that was an amazing an amazing thing to do so that's that's another way to serve and i want you to think about that how will you serve serve people okay so here's some questions about ebooks yeah i love uh, Jim Edwards' training on this, and it's called, uh, and my link is ebookwritingprofits.com. It's $29, and his training, there, nobody nobody has training like, like this one from Jim Edwards, so ebookwritingprofits.com. All right, so now, number three, are you willing to work diligently in this niche for at least six months? So the first few months when I was online, I was not open to listening to anyone tell me that I couldn't maintain 10 or so blogs and that I couldn't be diverse and try to have a business in all of them. Once I listened with different ears because I wanted to be successful in the business, I didn't want it to take forever, I found out within about six months that, boy, there are people that have been online for years and they're still not making a living, and I didn't understand that. And I thought, well, that can't be me because I've left my teaching behind, I left, I've left real estate behind, I'm online to earn a living, and I have a house payment and other payments, other financial obligations. So what I want you to do is to make that commitment to work for at least six months in a primary niche based on your passions, your interests, your experiences, and where there is a market for it. So at this point, things that we used to consider not good markets like uh, cooking and recipes is now is now fairly good, and also homeschooling. We used to consider that an area where people didn't want to spend money; they wanted everything free, and that one's actually quite good. So most of the things that you want to do are out there. I would say to stay away from something like you know how to lose weight fast, unless you are the case study and you've been doing this for at least a year. You've had great success and are willing to share those details with people that would come to you. If you're not the case study and you're just going to send people to information on weight loss, I can almost guarantee you won't make you won't make any money with that. So any questions on that before I go on? All right, so here's someone that um, he wants to communicate how to how to be safe online and protect your information. Okay. And he doesn't want to bribe people to opt into the list. Oh, oh no. He just wants people to be engaged and interested. Okay, good. And marketing has been word of mouth. Okay, but, but imagine leveraging the Internet. That's a lot faster. And um, I've had some traffic, but only one opt-in. Well, because you've got to give them something. You have to bribe them. It's called an ethical bribe. I'll be doing other marketing. I'm short on time and energy. Aren't we all? <laughs> so it will develop over time. Um, my thoughts on not pushing people to opt in, but leaving it as a suggestion. Well, try it for 24 hours. It sounds like you already have, and if nobody opts in, then it doesn't work. I, I will tell you now from 10 years of experience, you really have to give people something you, you do. So let's skip right down to the next section on how do you begin building a list. First, who are you? So here, Phil, we're going to use you as an example. So Phil says he wants people to stay safe online and protect their information. And I don't really understand that part of it because the truth is I can show you how to get almost anything that's in any any place on the Internet. That's, that's kind of common knowledge among people that use the Internet. 
A membership site makes a huge difference. That's why everything I do is protected in membership sites. But even then, people will share information. So what I do, instead of saying, you know, oh, no, no, somebody stole something that I spent three months working on, I say, thank you, God, somebody wanted my information so badly, they made an effort to steal it on the Internet. And hopefully at some point, they will see value in me and what I do, and they will come to me as a customer. I think that's probably a more positive way to do it, because the Internet can be a scary place, but I'll tell you what, real life is scary. <laughs> you know, going to the grocery store can, can be a challenge, you know, no matter what neighborhood you're in in the world. So, you know, I'll just tell you that. But first of all, like, who are you? Like, what is your background with keeping people safe online and protecting information? Did you have a work career where you were helping people in that way? Is there something that we connect you with for being able to do it? So you have to answer that question, who are you? So for me, I'm always going to be someone who was a classroom teacher for 20 years. That's just always going to be in my story. And during that time, I also worked in real estate. I took listings and I sold property. So I was you know, doing buying and, and selling with, with clients. And I was a residential appraiser for 20 of the years. So that's my background. That's who I am. So I enjoy teaching. I enjoy helping people. That's part of me. Where will people find you online? I've talked to so many people just in the past month who said that they weren't really into social media. Well, neither am I. I'm, I'm not a very social person. I'm an introvert. But the truth is I have a lot of contacts on social media. I have over 22,000 followers on Twitter, and I've got a whole lot of things going on over on Facebook. I always joke. There's always about 100 people waiting to be my friend on Facebook, and I always say, yeah, just like real life. There's 100 people waiting in line to be Connie Reagan Green's friend. You know, it's kind of kind of funny to say that. But social media is a wonderful place to connect with people. Then I like to speak at other people's events, and I've hosted two events a year of my own for, boy, five, six, seven years now, I guess. And I host uh, retreats, small group retreats also in Santa Barbara. So if you're near to a time that I'll be doing one of my live events, I'd love to have you there. All right, and what are you offering in exchange for their name and email address? So right now, if you say, join my list for updates, or if you just have an opt-in box and you, don't, and you say newsletter or something, not much chance any of us will opt in. We want something. We want something that's irresistible. And this is a chance for you to show people who you are, how you're going to serve them, what you know about the topic. So once they opt in, give them something they can download. Now it can be an audio, it can be a video, or it can be written, or it can be a combination. So people from me, they like to read something, and I change up my opt-in from time to time. They also like to hear my voice and what I have to say. So right now, somebody somewhere is listening to one of my previous open calls. I call these an open call. You don't have to opt in to join. You don't have to be on my list or anything. But somebody's listening, and they're either saying, she's got a lot to say. I kind of like what I'm hearing. Or they're saying, if I have to listen to one more minute, I'm going to scream, and they're going to hang up or turn off the, the MP3. So give people that opportunity to see and hear and read you, you know, in a variety of ways to really show who you are. Because even though we're kind of hiding behind our computer, it's just like the real world. 
people have to know what you're about before they take that next step with you. All right, how will you follow up with people? Following up is really important. So I follow up in a variety of ways. I have my email that goes out seven to ten times a week. I'm sending emails. I also have social media that I can reach out to people that way. I teach online courses, so that gives people an opportunity to speak with me on the phone. If they buy into some of my courses, they get a couple, at least one 30-minute call with me, and that's a wonderful way to connect with people. It really is, to be able to speak with them and take them offline. So I have those methods of, of connecting with people. You want to follow up with people somehow, some way. I'll tell you, calling people on the phone is very powerful. Once they buy something from you, if you pick up the phone, because everybody has put in a phone number, call them up. Thank them for their purchase. I used to do that early on when I only had a few products of my own. I was doing mainly affiliate marketing, and it was just very powerful and wonderful to connect with people. And I know I know some of those people to this day. Some of them have worked with me in my Platinum Mastermind or online marketing incubator programs. All right, then when will you reach out to them in a unique way? What will you invite them to that you will be able to you know, spend time with them? So if I'm going to a city for an event, or like this summer, I drove cross-country. I went all the way to Maryland and back. I went to 17 states in 21 days, and I invited people along the way to meet me for lunch or dinner. And I did this with a number of people as well as my clients all the way to the East Coast and back. So this is a way that you can connect with people in a unique way. I've done it when I've been attending other events. I was at an event in Golden, Colorado. Uh, it's been about three years ago now, and one of my clients was actually going with me. And I said, do you want to turn this into a business trip? And she said, sure. So we invited people to a mastermind. And we had a small group of people, and we met for four or five hours, and then we had dinner. And that was a unique way to connect with people that otherwise we would have been there in the, their city close by and gone and never seen them. All right, so here's a question or a comment about weight loss success case study. This person says, that's me. Everyone can't believe it's been nearly a year. I've kept weight off. Apparently a rare occurrence, yes. But in your first comment months back, I thought best to hold on till I achieved at least a year without putting on an ounce. And I agree. I think a full year, if you're going to do weight loss, a full year, and then, so you have your before, your after, and then your after. Okay, so before, I was working seven days a week. I was teaching and doing real estate. I was always, you know, just a couple of paychecks away from not having enough money to pay my bills. My after was I left it all behind. I took a leap of faith. I resigned from teaching at the end of a school year, 2006. I gave away my best real estate clients and started to make money online and replaced my income. Then my second after is everything I've done since then. So with you, your before is you needed to lose weight. You spent a year or you spent a period of time losing it. And then a full year and you didn't gain any of the weight back. What is the next after for you? Do you need to lose more weight? Do you need to do maybe yoga or bicycling or something? What can you do then to share with people in a bigger way? Because once we've achieved something, we think differently. It's a mindset shift, and we can do things in a different way. All right, and uh, Phil is, is updating us. He's saying, um, 
okay, so protecting information, okay, so he's he's sharing with me now that it's not what I thought. Keeping sensitive info like medical, social security, numbers safe. I'm a computer security professional. My background is on my site. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, so this makes a huge difference. So, And with medical information, yeah, it's, it's um, a little strange. I know that when I was driving on my cross-country trip, I hurt my sciatic nerve. So I ended up in a first and an urgent care in St. Louis, Missouri, and then I was quickly sent over to the emergency room at the hospital, and they were able to access my records just with my signature in about 20 minutes. They got everything, which was good, but at the time I thought, boy, in the wrong hands, that would not be good, because all I provided was my name, my birth date, my social security number, and my California driver's license. So very, very interesting. All right, so let's talk about building the list. First, where will people land online to find you? One place isn't enough. I have about 40 different landing pages, squeeze pages, shy yes pages, we used to call them. And it's a place where people can read a little bit about me, and I mean a little bit, two, three paragraphs. And they can see what the free giveaway it is, and they're different on different sites. And they can say, yeah, yeah, I think I'd like to learn about this. This topic is exactly what I need right now. And they can opt in. So your blog is just one place where people find you. And after that, you need other pages that can be put up very, very quickly. And the copy is very short. It should only take you 10 minutes to write about yourself and about what you're going to share with them. And then you have different ways. And you can start driving traffic in different ways so people find it. It's really a wonderful way. Social media is great for that because you can talk about something and then just you know drop that site, let people go over to it, and that works out wonderfully. All right, then the next thing is they've, they've signed up. The first promise you make them is that free giveaway. That's huge. That's huge. They must be able to receive it very quickly. I usually don't have the opt-in immediately after they sign up in case they they either on purpose or by mistake put in the wrong email address, put in something incorrectly. So instead, I want them to check their email and confirm that they want to be on the list, and then they receive the download right away. And then within that free giveaway, I have a call to action. I want them to do something next. I want them to go to Amazon and take a look at my at my books. I want them to go to iTunes and find out about my two podcasts. I want them to go to, um, hold on, I'm reading something here. Oh, these you guys, have, this is fantastic, fantastic information. I want them to go to YouTube and see my channel. I want them to find, you know, to be able to see and hear me. And all of this adds up to me delivering on that initial promise of the free giveaway. Then I want them to follow up in different ways. If they came to me for information product creation, I have a course on that. I have information in my books about that. I talk about that regularly, and I want them to reach out. I want them to hit reply to their emails they receive from me, and I will answer them back personally. Very few people do that, even fewer these days than when I first came online. Okay, so ongoing, what's for sale? You have to decide how you will make money. What will you be selling? If it's books, that's not enough. If it's online courses, that's excellent. Information products, excellent. Affiliate marketing, excellent. 
You can do coaching and mentoring. I didn't do that until I had reached six figures and really felt a little more sure of myself. So that was two years that I had been online because the first six months, not much happened for me. I didn't understand. I thought magically I was going to make some money. I didn't think about what's for sale because there wasn't much for sale. So once I got that through my thick skull, (laughs) things changed. Then ongoing, you have to have an ongoing study of your topic. So even if you were a professional in a certain area, what's new? What's going on now that's different? Do you need to go to conferences? Do you need to do continuing education? What do you need to do? Should you be reading books from the movers and shakers in the niche? Connecting with those people? Because for anything that we're doing, we're not the only one. If we're the only one, we probably won't make any money. You want to have lots and lots of what some people call competition. I call coopetition, cooperatively competing. And you want to know what those other people know. You want them to know what you know. You want to share that information back and forth and see how are the movers and shakers making money. Are they speaking at events? Are they writing books? Are they teaching courses? What is it that they're doing? Then what are the affiliate opportunities that you have? What are things that you can recommend and promote on a regular basis that will continue to bring in more income for you? At this point, you know, I have quite a few things that I that I recommend, so I'm earning money every day just from those things. Sometimes I haven't even talked about them in months. And when I change a recommendation, I make sure that it's clear that I've made a change. Then speaking opportunities. Start by being a local celebrity. Speak locally. It's it's great practice for you. And I did that when I first started kind of by accident. I started talking about what I was doing at my local Rotary Club meeting. And then they wanted me to talk to the group to be an actual speaker for our group of 60 people. And I did that. Then I spoke to a larger group of about 300. Then people in, in my city that owned the radio station, they put a small group of people together and brought me in as one of the experts. And we only had about 20 people there. But those people definitely were the movers and shakers in the city. And they wanted to learn from me, even though I had only been online just a year at that point. So you can do that. Then you'll be invited to speak at bigger venues. And for me, everything changed with speaking in 2010 when my very first book was published. So that will make a difference for you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about online entrepreneurship. Somebody has to purchase something, somebody somewhere, for you to earn money. Your blog is your home on the Internet. Be posting regularly, a couple of times a week for sure, depending upon your schedule. And there was just a new uh, Penguin algorithm update to Google, and it turns out they love it when you have regular updates to your sites. What a surprise. So a lot of our niche sites are going to do better and better because if you go in there every week and add something, make a little change, just like on your LinkedIn profile, go in, make a little slight change. Everybody in your network hears that you have a change in what you put there. And you want to stay focused and take action every day. So even if it's just a tweet, even if you're just thinking about something and you take a few notes for 10 minutes every single day, that will make the difference. If you're looking for ways to get away from the work, away from the business, sometimes that means it isn't for you. So you have to decide. And I know a lot of people that they just don't want to have a business. It's the last thing in the world they want to have. When they finish their work, wherever they're working, at the end of the, of the work day, 
They want to go home and forget about it and do something else, anything else. They don't want to do that. So, you know, take a look at your personality and see if you're cut out for entrepreneurship. And share your very best information, resources, writing with other people. And how do you do that? In the writing that you do for your blog and for other places, for short reports, for books, for presentations, calls that you do, teleseminars, you might do webinars, and resources. Share your, Make a list of resources on both of my sites, HugeProfitsTinyList.com and ConnieReaganGreen.com. I have a list of resources for 2016. In 2017, I will update them in the first few days of the year or the, few, the last few days of this year. And then choose a niche, and then we've talked about that. That's why I've included the three-circle Venn diagram. And then one or two income streams. Don't try to do everything. I have eight streams of income. I started with one, affiliate marketing, then started teaching my own courses, but realized I couldn't do that fast enough. So the affiliate marketing was good because I had almost unlimited inventory. Then I started working with small businesses. So within that first year, I actually had three streams of income, and that's built up to eight now. So, But start slowly with this. All right, I've listed my resources there. Let's see if there are more questions. All right, and someone says, people talk about video being the big thing. Uh, no, video's been big since I've been online, so ten and a half years video's been important. Um, you can have both a video and a transcript. You can do that. I don't transcribe my videos or my audios. What about when you have just a video alone? Say you don't write out all the words as part of the video, but instead have a few graphics and narrate during the graphics. That's excellent, excellent. And you're saying a five-minute video, perfect. Don't go more than five minutes. Not on a video you're going to put on YouTube. A webinar would go longer. A video would be five minutes or less. Since more people tend to be visual than auditory, are we likely to lose people by doing that? having them listen to our words to get the message? No, because people have a variety of ways that you that you uh that they like to learn. So with me, my ideal thing is to read something that's written, so a PDF, and listen to it simultaneously. So if someone has an audio and the written document, I love that. And I'll even print out the the PDF. Other people just want to watch video, but you'll find that unless they're five minutes or less, you'll lose people. So in all my training courses, all my like my really simple courses, my internet marketing six-pack, all of those webinars are available for replay in the members area, but also I've stripped out the audio. You can listen just to the audio so that you don't have to watch. Because if you watch, you're tethered to a computer or to a tablet. People don't like that. They want to be on the go. They want to want to listen that way. All right, the quote I have is Ralph Marston of the Daily Motivator. He says, the direction of your focus is the direction your life will move. This is so, so true. Let yourself move toward, move toward what is good, valuable, strong, and true. So whatever we focus on really becomes our life. So this is important. And remember, scientia est potentia, knowledge is power implementing the knowledge is forever. And I have a picture of, of my latest book, Doing What It Takes, the Online Entrepreneur's Playbook. That is the 15th book that I've done since 2010. So quite amazing for me to even say that. 
But, you know, think about building the list every day. What can you do? In the beginning, and I'm going to share something that's very, very important to you. In the beginning, I did a teleseminar every week, and I started this near the end of my first year. And I did this for 18 months straight. Every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, I did a teleseminar. And that's how I started my Ask Connie Anything. So they go back to 2007. And I've been with the same instant teleseminar service since then. I was in a mastermind with the people that created it, Rick Raditz and Alex Mendozian. And by doing that, people knew it was comfortable for them. They knew when and where they could connect with me. And I'm always very honest at what point I am in in my business. So in the beginning, I said, I'm just starting. And if I didn't know the answer, I would find the answer. And I would tell them I didn't know and that I found it. I do the same thing today. Wednesday at 3 Pacific worked for me because my Rotary Club meeting was from 12 to 1.30 on Wednesdays. So I knew that every week I could stay and talk for a little bit and then come home, go to the post office, and then come home and just, you know, rest for 15 minutes, and then I'd be ready for my call. And that made a huge, huge difference in my success because people knew where to find me. They knew where I, I could, you know, be found to ask questions and everything. Most people were not at answering questions, and you'll find at this point today People still don't do that. People still don't answer questions. You you have to join their program to get their take on something. I don't like that. I like people that are more available. All right, and somebody's saying, it's only since I've been following you I've become more interested in podcasts because, as you said, I don't have to be on a laptop. Yes, yes, very interesting. Okay. All right, so I think that covers it for today, and I do appreciate you being here. And remember, if you're on my list, and I believe just about everybody that's hearing me is, if not, go to ConnieReaganGreen.com and join my list and get my free giveaway that's super, super valuable and wonderful. Then, if you have a question for me, hit reply. I will answer you. Now, don't write a book or tell me your life story. I get those once in a while, and that's wonderful. But I'm not able to respond in kind, so if you send me the equivalent of a page or two, I will write back with a paragraph or two. If you ask me specific questions, that's the very best thing for me because I will give you very, very specific answers. So again, to get this study guide and all the others, go to connieloves.me forward slash study guides, all lowercase, all one word. This is the October 2016 one. And I want to connect with you on social media, on Uh, YouTube for my channel. Please subscribe to my Connie Reagan Green channel over there. And let's see what will come next. And also, I'd love to have you at my next live event. So this is Connie Reagan Green with online marketing tips. You can subscribe to all of the calls in the podcast series by going over to iTunes or connecting with me on ConnieReaganGreen.com. Take care, everyone.